Welcome to the Icon Church podcast. Icon Church is one church in five locations. Our vision is human flourishing. We pray that this podcast helps you to flourish in life. For any more information about Icon Church, log on to our website at www.icon.church. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hey, welcome to Icon Church today. My name's Nathan. I'm one of the pastors here. and It's my privilege that I get to bring the Word today. I want to give a big welcome to all of our campuses, everyone in Chesterfield, Sheffield, Derby, Rotherham, Stocksbridge, and everyone who connects with us online. Just a big welcome. Why don't you take a moment? Why don't you shout out your campus in the chat right now? Why don't you let us know where you're watching from? Uh, also want to say a big welcome to everyone who's tuning in to this stream for the very first time. You're tuning into Icon Church for the first time. Maybe it's the first time you've ever been to church and you're doing it online, which is uh, crazy to think about that, that you're not doing it in a building, but you're doing it online, which is amazing. But I want to give you a big welcome and uh, our, our team will post uh just a link or a button in the chat that you can fill in to stay connected with everything that we're doing at Icon Church. We'd love you to do that. And even if you're tuning in today and you would say, I'm not a believer, I want to encourage you, this is a place where you can belong. You'll find friends, you'll find community, you'll find family. But I also believe that as you open your heart, that God can speak to you. And lastly, just in this welcome, I want to give a big shout out uh, to our youth team because last Friday we ran at Youth Revival Night. We went big, we went for it and our youth leaders and our youth team are the greatest. And so I just want to say, love you, Icon Youth, you're the greatest. It's my privilege today to continue on this journey of 40 days of freedom and to get to speak into that today. And we've been on this journey, really, we're believing that together we can experience true freedom. We've heard from uh, our lead pastor, Paul, around the revelation we all need. Uh, Dave McEwen spoke about the rescue we all need. And then last week, again, our lead pastor, Paul, talked about the restoration we all need. And today... The title of my message is The Renewal We All Need. So we're going to read one verse from Romans 12, verse 2. And this is Paul uh, writing to the church in Rome. And uh, they're at a place where, you know, the people are are, are telling them what to do. The the world is telling them what to do. And here's what it says. It says this, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing and perfect will. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't know if uh, you're like me, but uh, I've really, over lockdown, kind of got into YouTube and I can end up in a, a late night YouTube trail. Anyone with me where, you know, like you get suggested videos and you just go, uh, probably the number one thing that I watch on YouTube is golfing videos and golf tutorials. And and, uh, I even just watch people playing rounds of golf. I mean, I know I'm sad, but don't judge me, please. Um, But I can get into that. And I remember like one late night, I'm watching golf videos and then I'm watching this interview with somebody. And then I end up on a story of... 
uh, uh, two people called Larry and Chrissy. I don't know how I ended up here, but, you know, for anyone who's ever been down the dirt, deep, warm hole of YouTube videos, you know you can end up anywhere. And this story was them kind of, they were, their story was they were going on holiday. They were going into kind of like the snowy mountains in, in uh, I think it was in North America. And uh, they got to this place where they had to cross over a lake, an ice lake. And, uh, and so they talked about how they'd loaded their pickup truck. They got their snowmobile on the pickup truck, uh, but they got to this lake and they thought, oh, the pickup truck will get over it. But they weren't 100% sure, but they said, oh, certainly the snowmobile will be able to get over this icy lake. And so they get on the lake, they go over, they start going over the lake until they realise they've made a big mistake when all of a sudden they hear the cracking. They hear the cracking of the ice. And so all of a sudden the snowmobile stop, drops and rolls straight into the ice And there's Larry and Chrissy in the ice and they're unable to get out. Now, spoiler alert, uh, they did get out. I know I just woke some of you up in the back, in the kitchen, wherever you are. And you were thinking, oh my word, this is crazy. Sunday morning, Nathan's talking about these people, uh, you know, like getting stuck in ice. They did get out because I was listening to Larry tell the story on the video anyway. But they got stuck in the ice and they couldn't get out. They're trying to claw their way out, but they couldn't grab a hold of the ice. I don't know if you've ever felt like that in life, that actually you felt powerless. And even just thinking about these verses in terms of our thinking and and in terms of uh, our minds, that you felt powerless around your thinking. It's interesting how these verses, this verse, sorry, in Romans 12 and verse 2, Paul says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. That actually this whole thing starts with conforming to a world. You see, so many times we hand over to culture the way we should think, the way we should act. And we hand over to culture what we should think about situations. We hand over to culture. And you know, when I'm talking about culture, I might be talking about the media. We might be talking about social media. We hand over to culture how we should think about certain situations, how we should think about others. And we even hand over to culture how we think about ourselves. Here's what we do. I've got a labeler here, but we hand over to culture and, and we begin to think and we begin to label ourselves as, as culture is telling us to label ourselves. And all of a sudden, it's how much I'm worth. But that's what we do. We label ourselves. You see, uh, these verses say, don't conform any longer to the pattern. You see, who we allow to pattern our world is so important because it begins to label us. And we begin to carry these labels around in our lives, in our thinking. And many times we can feel powerless about that. You see, we've got to be careful. The pattern of this broken world is not creating prisons that we've already been freed from. You see, we're on a journey of freedom. But for many of us, we go back to destructive habits and destructive thinking in our lives because we begin to conform to the pattern of this broken world. And we go back to these moments where we've got these labels just stuck all over us of what we have allowed the pattern of the world to frame our lives. And we can end up in a place of becoming a version of me I don't want to be. I don't know if you've ever been there. 
but you've been in a place where actually you're just maybe driving home from work. Maybe you just sat in silence at home and you're just at a place where you're like, I'm becoming a version of me I don't want to be. I, like, I can be honest, because uh, we, we, we don't judge one another here at Icon Church, but I can get in a little, you know, like bad moods quite often. And I can get in bad moods and I can become moody and I, I can become that person. If things aren't working out the way I want them to, or if everything's not the way I want it to, I can become uh, in, a, in a bit of a bad mood. And I, I can end up being a version of me that I don't want to be. I can end up being in a bad mood with Debbie, who's my wife, and my son, Zion, when they've not done anything. Like, you know, you can have those heated discussions with your wife and you could go to bed and you're like, why did I, why did I take the bait? Why did I, why did I let that happen? And it become, it's because we've begun that in our thinking. We've, we've, we've taken that in our thinking and we, we've taken that bait because we've allowed that version of ourselves to, to become who we are. It's interesting, actually, when we say things like, I'm in a bad mood. I'm in a bad mood. It's like once I'm in it, I don't think I'm going to get out of it. I don't think I can get out of it. I, I, you know, you'll say things like, I'm in a rut. You know, and it's like, how do I get out of this rut? And it seems like hard work. I'm in something. And it's hard that we begin to internalise and we begin to conform to a pattern of the world. That means we, we've got to try and get out of this. You see, there's a great verse. And um, I think it's the prophet um, Jeremiah who says this, His mercies are new every morning. But I, I, I kind of want to say this. I know what Jeremiah was saying, that you can wake up every morning and every day is a new day. But I want to say this to us, that through Jesus, His mercies are new every hour, every minute, every moment of every day. You can grab a hold of the mercy of God for your life in every moment of your life. You don't have to wait for that 24-hour clock to click by. No, no, no. Right now, His mercies are new for your life. You can grab those right now. You see, the renewal we all need is a renewing of our minds. But it starts with not conforming to the world's pattern of thinking. It means that actually I don't conform and it means I don't become labelled by the way the world is thinking. I'm not going to become labelled by the way the world is thinking, but I'm going to break this pattern. I'm not going to conform to the way the world is thinking about what's happening, my situation, what's going off. No, no, I'm going to think how God wants me to think. See, that's the power for us today, that if we begin to align our thinking with what God has got for us, some of these labels will get removed and we'll be able to put new labels Labels that bring life. So how do we break it? How do we become free? How, how do we do this? How do we not conform? How do we renew? Because this is the renewal we all need. We need a renewing of our minds. We need a renewing today that brings about a transformation in our lives. So how do we break it? Well, the first thing is, mind your head. Have you ever walked into a place that has like a, a, a low ceiling and they put a sign up, mind your head? Well, maybe for us, we need to have that sign up in our lives. Mind your head. Check your thinking. Check your thinking today. Where's your thought life going? Where are your thought patterns going? 
Who am I allowing to influence my thought patterns? What am I allowing to influence my thought patterns? You see, in, in today's world, it's not just one outlet that we get our news from. We get our news from all sorts of outlets. We get our news from social media. We can get our news from others. You know, I've been really conscious over the last, uh, you know, so many weeks that actually, you know, you can, you can see something get posted on social media and it looks great. It looks great, but I want to check its source. I want to check it's real. Because many times it can be so easy for me to just repost it when actually it's not real. I want to check its source. You see, when you're fighting a battle, when there's a battle, you see the, 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 the armies that are fighting against each other, here's what they want. They want the high ground. The high ground. Here's why they want the high ground. Because from the high ground, they have a greater advantage. I want to say this to me and to you today, that actually there's a battle. We know that there's a battle. The enemy, you know, there's a battle against the enemy, but there's a battle within ourselves, within our thinking, and there's a battle. And we've got to win the battle of the high ground of our minds. Proverbs 23 and verse seven in the New King James Version tells us, for as he thinks, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You see, this is so important that as we begin to think and use our minds, that actually we've got to check our thinking. We've got to check our thinking. We've got to battle for our thoughts. I, I watched a, a deep theological movie with Zion the other day. I know I'm a great, a great Christian dad. I watched a deep theological movie with Zion. It was called Kung Fu Panda. And uh, in, in the movie, I know it's so, so much theology. In the movie... It, there's this phrase and I love it. It says, before battle of fist must come battle of mind. And I thought, how true. So many times we're trying to fight battles that actually we need to start in our minds. We need to start with our minds. And that's why the Bible talks about this all the time. Like, let me just highlight a few verses. 2 Corinthians 10 and verse 5 tells us, and the team will put up the whole verse, but there's this bit that tells us, take captive every thought. Not just some thoughts, not just, you know, every other thought. No, every thought, take captive because we've got to check our thinking. Colossians 3.2 actually tells us to set our mind on things above, that we've got to set our thinking in a higher place, not conforming to the pattern of the world, World, but being transformed by the renewing of my mind, this continual, I've got to set my mind on things above. I've got to take captive every thought because our thinking will go the way of what we allow to pattern our world. So are you allowing God to pattern your world? Are you allowing God to influence your world, to influence your thinking? Or are you just allowing culture to dictate what pattern, what labels you're going to uh, what labels you're going to wear in your life. You see, check today. Is there any thinking living in me that's influenced by the pattern of this broken world? Like so many times in church, we can sometimes separate our thinking, our mind from God. We can think, you know, uh, kind of God, you know, it's like this, you know, you get these fluffy moments. It's why in uh, Icon Church, we don't just preach for Sunday 
but we preach for Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and so on. It's why we, we want to do that. It's why at moments in our messages, you might feel slightly uncomfortable because it's like, yeah, that's me on a Tuesday when things don't seem to be working out. That's me. Why? Because we believe that this message is for each and every one of us. And, and so this whole thing around thinking is not separate to God. Jesus said this in Matthew 22, verse 37 in the New King James, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. You see, it's not separate from God. Actually, loving God means I love God with all my mind. I set my mind on things above. So where's your head at? Check your head. Check your thinking today. Check where you're at today. You know, mind your head. What's happening in your head? Because every thought is a train that will take me to where I'm going. So where do you want to go? Make sure your thoughts align with that. I'm not saying the, problem, the answer to every problem today is mind over matter. But what I am saying is your mind really matters and your thoughts really matter. And actually, if you want to bring about freedom, if you want to bring about this transformation, you've got to think about the way you're thinking. You've got to do it. So mind your head. The second thing is this, use your words. Use your words. The Bible tells us out of the heart, the mouth speaks. I want to highlight a verse. I'm going to read it from the message version. Proverbs 18, verse 21. It says this, words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. Words kill, Words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. And I don't think this is just talking about how we speak to others. It is talking about that. And I want, want you to think about how you speak to others. But what about how you speak to yourself? What about yourself? Have you been labelling yourself this week? Have you been labelling yourself over this period? How have you been labelling yourself? What have you been speaking to yourself? Thinking about self. How have you been thinking about yourself? What about you guys in Derby and Sheffield, Rotherham? How have you been thinking about yourself? Have you, have you even discounted yourself because I'm just, we say things I'm just, or that's just me. I'm just from, I'm just from Chesterfield. So you know what? But no, no, no. God has a big plan for you. But how have you been labelling yourself? How have you been doing that? How have you been labelling yourself? How have you been talking about yourself? I know I'm asking a lot of questions, but I believe God wants to reveal something to you because those verses are so true. Words kill, words give life. What are your words doing over your own life? You see, I, I, I love that I have the privilege of speaking to you today. I love that we get to speak to you every single Sunday at Icon Church and everyone who speaks takes this like so seriously. Such a great honour that we get to speak into your life. But guess what? The number one preacher in your life is not me. It's not our lead pastors, Paul or Jeannie. We get this moment, 25, 30 minutes every Sunday to speak into your life. But the number one preacher in your life is you. It's you. And here's the, here's the key thing for me. I've got to grab what God says about me and I've got to say it about myself. 
I've got to begin to declare it myself. If God says it about me, I can say it about me. If God says I'm victorious, I can say it about me. If God says nothing can stand against me, I can say nothing can stand against me. If God says that I can see breakthrough, then I believe I can see breakthrough. If God says I can imagine more than what I could ever imagine before in my life, I'm going to imagine more. If God says it, I'm going to say it about myself. He said, I might not be able to control what's happening to me. I might not be able to control the situation or the circumstances, but I can control how I'm thinking and how I'm communicating about it. I might not be able to control my work situation, but I can begin to declare, hey, I might not be in the most positive environment, but guess what? I can be the change. I can be the person who is positive in this environment. I might not be in the perfect job. I might not be in my dream job, but God has placed me right here, right now to be a light to the world. Oh, I wish you were in the room because I'm sure you'd be getting as excited as I am right now because there's power in our words, there's power in declaration, there's power in our thinking. Don't conform any longer to the pattern of the world. The pattern of the world would tell you, hey, be full of fear. The pattern of the world would tell you, be down on yourself. The pattern of the world would tell you, you're just, this is just. The pattern of the world would tell you, you can't amount to it because you didn't do this. But God says, no, no, with me, all things are possible. Something can take place, but we've got to begin to declare it over our lives. It's so powerful. Use your words. Are you seeing problems or are you seeing opportunities? You see, I had to realise I was talking to myself in a way I wouldn't talk to anyone else. Like if someone asked for my advice in my situation, I would not have talked to them the way I talked to myself. I'd have told them, you know, I'm labelling myself, hey, you're a failure. You're stupid. you You'll never amount to that. You'll never do that. And we begin to do that. And so guess what? I fired myself. I did, I fired myself. I couldn't deal with it anymore. Can't have you in this business. I've got no room for a full-time critic, but I decided I didn't need room for a coach. So I decided I'm gonna coach myself. I'm gonna grow myself. I'm gonna speak life. I'm gonna do that. Why? Because words kill or words give life. They're either poison or fruit and I get to choose. It's so powerful how we communicate, how we think, because there was a professor, I think Stanford professor called Arnold Zwicky. I hope I've pronounced his name right. And he came up with this frequency illusion and you will know this. Here's why you'll know this. Because you buy a car and then once you've bought the car, how many of the same car do you see? Like you're driving around going, there's another one of our cars. There's another one of our cars. Here's why. Here's why. Because you have trained your brain to respond to seeing that car. And so you get an automatic response and it, like, it's like a feel-good response. You see, it's the same with negativity. If we train ourselves to follow negativity, guess what? We'll keep finding negativity. That's why we've got, this is so important. That's why we get to choose. Because guess what? If I am a person who brings about words that are, are, are killing life in my life, 
guess all I'm going to see is those words all around. But if I get to choose today to bring about life, guess what? I'm going to surround myself with life like never before. I don't know if you've noticed this, but social media has tapped into this like never before. You see what your, uh, you know, like the frequency, what you would click on, you will begin to see more of the same thing. Why? Because it's this frequency illusion. Our, Our words will focus our life. It will either unlock a life you either loathe or you love. What are you going to choose today? What pattern are your words going to follow? Use your words today. Words kill, words give life. You choose. Last thing today, keep showing up. Keep showing up. I I love this phrase Paul used, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's it's not just a one-time moment. It's a continual process. We'd love it, wouldn't we? We'd love one-time moment and all of these labels would be gone, like gone. Like one time, God just comes, dusts it off one time. But no, it's more like this. Let's sort this one out first. Okay, let's go again. And our response and our decision is we're just going to keep showing up. Because guess what? There's going to be moments when we, oh, failed again. Oh, fell down again. But guess what? I'm going to go again. I'm going to keep going. Because if I don't quit, I'll win. And I'll build a life that I love. I'll begin to see freedom in my life. I read a story recently on the back of the YouTube video that I was watching and you'll see how they relate of something called the Leatherman uh, pocket knife. And the Leatherman pocket knife, and you might be able to understand, has a pair of pliers on it and a knife on it. It's this pocket knife. And it was built by a guy called Tim Leatherman. Can you see the relation now? The Leatherman pocket knife. But for three years, he worked hard. He just couldn't make it work, just couldn't make it work. After three years, he got the patent for it. Anyway, he's made it work for himself. He's got the patent and he begins to try and get it out into distribution. 500 rejections for it. Because many people were going, uh, wanted just the knife. They wanted just the pliers, but they never thought it could work that you've got these two things together. He had a really great faithful friend who kept showing up, kept encouraging him. And his friend said, just just go again, just send one more letter. He sends that letter and that company take about 2,000 of this pocket knife and they fly off the shelves. Now, the Leatherman company is a billion dollar company with hundreds of employees. Back to Larry and Chris. Larry and Chris here, in the water, it's freezing. And Larry's hands drop to his side. What's in his pocket? A Leatherman pocket knife. He picks out the pocket knife, gets it in the plier setting, able to dig it into the ground and he's able to drag himself and Chrissy out of the water. On this video, this YouTube video that I was watching, you see Larry and Chrissy meeting Tim Leatherman and thanking him for doing it. 
but they were thanking him for not giving up. Because eight years, it took Tim Leatherman eight years for this to get going. He was saying, hey, thank you. Thank you for not giving up. Thank you for not giving up. Why? Because it wasn't just Tim's life that was changed. It was these people's lives that were changed. And I really believe for me and for you today, if we'll keep showing up, if we'll keep seeing God transform us by the renewing of our minds, if we'll keep deciding, I'm not gonna conform to the pattern of this world any longer and all of a sudden we begin to get free and freer and freer that actually it won't just benefit us but it'll benefit other people around us because we'll be able to show them there's a way there's a way that you can experience true freedom in your life you don't have to think that way you don't have to speak that way because there is freedom available for you you'll be able to test as it says in Romans 12 too you'll be able to test what is good and pleasing the good and pleasing will of God you'll be able to find that so don't give up don't give up because you could be keeping somebody else alive as well realize today that we're not the only ones fighting a battle but there are many people and so I want to encourage us mind your head use your words and keep showing up don't quit keep going keep going we're going to pray together why don't you pray with me and today you're saying that's the renewal I need that's the renewal I need right now then today I'm praying for you open your heart today you've allowed the world to pattern your thinking you've conformed to the pattern of this world but no longer now I'm going to be renewed by the transforming of my mind I'm going to be transformed by the renewing of my mind I'm going to see transformation today if that's you open your heart as I pray for you Lord, I pray for every single person who's opening the heart to you right now. I pray you would bless them. I pray you'd give them strength. I pray you'd give them courage. Help us to check our minds. Help us to mind our heads. Help us to use our words well about ourselves. And help us to keep going, to keep pushing forward. And today, you've never said yes to Jesus. Maybe you have said yes to Jesus, but you're saying it again today. You've walked away. You've not been in relationship. Today, this is your moment. That's the decision you need to make right now in this moment. That actually there's this new life for you. This new life, this bringing about this new life. And so I want to make some space right now and time for you to make that decision. For you to know His presence. For you to know His love and His grace. Whatever labels may have been put on your life, today I want you to know that Jesus completely obliterates those labels and accepts you as you are. But He accepts you as you are and loves you just as you are, but He loves you way too much to leave you as you are. And He has an incredible future for you if you'll keep showing up, if you'll keep turning up. The Bible tells us that nothing can separate us from the love of Jesus. And so today you can know His grace and you can know His love. So right now, there'll be a button that says raise hand. There'll be a link that says raise hand. You can click that right now. If we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, we'll be saved. And today you can know you'll be saved by clicking that. That's your confession. That's your confession. You're saying, Jesus, I need you in my life. Today, you're saying yes to Jesus for the first time or you're saying it again. Take that moment, click that button right now. Click that button, click that link and make that decision knowing He's for you.
Let me pray for everyone who's making that decision. And then here's what we're going to do. I'm going to hand back to the worship team. But what I'd love us to do, when I say amen, I'd love us to celebrate with every single person making that decision. Clapping emojis, because we want to celebrate with you because this is the greatest decision you'll ever make. Let me pray for you. There's still time for you to click that button or that link right now. There's still time as I pray. Jesus, I thank you for every single person who's making that decision. And I pray that you would bless them. I pray today that they would know new life. They would know your presence. They would know your grace. They would know that they're forgiven today. And that today we can walk in freedom for all that you have for us. We thank you, Jesus. We give our lives to you. We lift your name high. We give you all honour, all glory and all praise. Amen. Come on, let's celebrate with all those making that decision. And I'm going to hand to our creative team who are going to lead us in worship right now. We hope you enjoyed this podcast from Icon Church. If you'd like any more information about Icon Church, log on to our website at www.icon.church. Have the best week.